Alright guys, welcome back for number five. Number five. And I don't know if we'll keep numbering these as we go. Probably just, not. Yeah, if we get further into these, I'll be like, what number is this? I don't know. Because <laughs> we were like, oh, let's rearrange things. Yes. Well, if we put a number in front of it, that really solidifies where it has to go, though. So mm-hmm. I guess we're good on that aspect. So, um, Well, great. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, this is the end of the action month. It is a very last action movie, and let me tell you, it's a doozy. Oh, God, it's a piece of shit. It's, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly and I usually don't 100% agree on movies. It's always like, well, I like this, or yeah, I didn't like that. But mm-hmm. we both, after we watched this, were just like, we both hated it. Hated it. Oh, God, yeah. I couldn't wait for it to end, and it didn't ever want to end. Yes, we'll get to that, but it, this movie just never ended. In fact, I don't think it, it really never ended until like the last little bit. Like It just kept going mm-hmm. through the credits. Mm-hmm. I guess I should say how I really kind of came across this movie is that, like we mentioned on the last episode, we originally wanted to do Surf Ninjas, mm-hmm. which was a movie I grew up with that I really, really liked, and I remembered it being fun, but I thought it would be a funny movie to do for the podcast. Uh, and you can't find it. Like we mentioned, can't find yeah. it anywhere. Can't stream it at all. We could have bought it, but I mean, I know we would never watch it again. Yeah, and I don't know how fast it would get here, and it yeah, it was just a pain in the ass. So, so I was just going through looking for like free movies on the streaming platforms that we're subscribed to. Be like, oh, I'm sure there's got to be something on here that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And then on HBO, I found this movie, Gunshy. And it had Antonio Banderas, and he's holding a guitar case like he does in the movie Desperado. Yeah. The tagline to the movie is, rock out with your Glock out. Oh, yeah. That's and awesome. <laughs> it's got Antonio Banderas pointing a gun at the people of the poster. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy shit, maybe this will be like a Desperado ripoff. This looks so good. I, I was know. actually very excited for this movie. Were you? I don't know about excited. So I thought it was like a Desperado-type ripoff, of course, and... No, it's not at all. Mm-mm. Have you seen Desperado, by the way? Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> I thought you might have. I just trust what you say. Gotcha. Okay, well, I thought you might have. It's got um, Antonio Banderas in it. A guy, Somebody killed his girlfriend wife in the past, and he's hunting him down. He's mm. got a guitar case that is full of guns, and he's going from town to town and area looking for the guy that killed him. Wow. Very bloody, very action-filled. Antonio Banderas actually fires a gun in it. Yeah, that never happens in this movie. No, I told you last night where I was like, when are we going to get to Antonio Banderas? It's like The Simpsons. Like, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? Like, when are we going to get to Antonio Banderas firing a gun? And then as we get to, like, the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, fuck, he's not going to fire a gun in this, is he? He doesn't even have a guitar case. Yeah, no, he doesn't even take it. I so mean, he's a rocker, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's extremely disappointing, and we'll get into this here, so... We start out, Antonio Banderas' is name, Turk. Yes. Turk Henry. Turk Henry, yes, okay. Um, basically being like an Ozzy Osbourne type ripoff here. Because mm-hmm. he's walking around his house all all weird. Like if anybody's ever seen the Osbournes TV show, Ozzy's walking around there like a mummy. Uh, Antonio Banderas is kind of doing like a weird walk, like shuffle. Yeah, I did like the opening song. It's walking on sunshine, but kind of I, in a rocker tone. I hated it. Oh. And just because, yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's like, <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. Okay, it was better than that. Uh, I mean, come on. That was exactly it. It was better. That was the whole thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I played a clip from the movie right there. Uh, I, I didn't care for it. I don't know. I like that oh. original song, so poppy and upbeat, and then this was just like... Uh, I, I don't like hmm. covers where they completely change it. Unless, I, I mean, I do, but this, this I just didn't care for. Like Tool, they do No Quarter in a different way, and that, that sounds amazing. And mm-hmm. I don't know. That was one of my first notes where I was like, oh, this song's not that great. Okay, well, here we go. All right. Already not agreeing on things. That's okay, because <laughs> we, we compromise and we work together because we're in a marriage and we love each other. <laughs> I just keep reminding myself he that. He just does what I say. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yes, I think you're just trying to, to find anything that you liked in this movie, and I'm just like, no! Yeah, just, uh, I think that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing. I have no idea, so. Damn, guys, this is going to be rough. This is going to be a really fucking hard one. So, uh, yes, it starts, it shows Antonio in his mansion in California. It says he lives in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get a backstory of what he is. He was in a rock band, I'm assuming in the 80s or whatnot, called Metal Assassin. Mm-hmm. They had, it seems like they had just one big hit called Teenage Ass Patrol. Teenage Ass Patrol. Yeah, and it's like him, (laughs) it's like him dancing on an ass, (laughs) like a woman's ass in the music video. Teenage Ass Patrol. Okay, I won't lie, that was in my head for a while after the movie. Yeah, that was kind of catchy, yes. He, uh, and the the things talks about how, the the news that is, talks about how the band broke up. I don't know if they really give an in-depth explanation as to why. Mm-mm, not until later. Yes, yeah, not till later, which you'll have to remind me, I guess. But, um, And then they talk about how he is like kind of washed up. He's a nobody. Mm-hmm. The members of Metal Assassin went on to form Neptune of Cock, mm-hmm. another band, and they sold millions and millions of records. And, and it just says how Antonio Banderas Turk is a washed-up rock star at these days. Yes. So Antonio Banderas then calls his um, housekeeper or maintenance people, I guess. Oh, he's got a bunch yeah, of... I have no idea. He's got a bunch of like assistants working in that place. So he calls them and he's like, I want you to take this TV and throw it in the pool. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Why the fuck would we do that? <laughs> yeah. It's a flat screen TV. And yeah. So he's just like, no, I want to throw it in the pool because they called me a loser and... I think this is the first time we get it where one of the maintenance workers is, like, speaking to him in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Banderas, I'm glad they played it for a laugh because at first he's like, I don't speak Spanish, I'm from London. I don't speak Spanish. I'm like, are they doing this for real? But it later turns out to be a joke. But I have a Spanish accent. The thickest Spanish. He's Antonio Banderas, for crying <laughs> out loud. But, yeah, he keeps doing these, like, I don't know how to speak Spanish. <laughs> And please forgive me, Antonio, if you're listening to this. That maybe doesn't sound like you. Know, you know, just embrace your heritage. You know, love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, he just he's trying to be somebody else, and that never works for, yeah. for anybody. Just be yourself. Yeah, We no. will like you no matter what. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so this is where also I got another vibe that he's Ozzy Osbourne because his wife, um, played by Olga Kurlenko, mm-hmm. which I may be mispronouncing that, but she was in Quantum of Solace, the James Bond movie, a um, few other things. Of course, she was in... Well, spoiler alert, she was in Black Widow. She played the uh, the taskmaster, the taskmaster, um, the lady that was, like, brainwashed and could do oh. everybody's moves and stuff. Okay. She's got kind of, like, a messed up face looking in that, because hmm. it was, like, a bomber, if I remember, but I've forgotten oh. that movie already. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she plays his wife, Sheila. I got another feeling about Ozzy, because he's always, like, 
Sheila! 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 It's like yelling at her through the house, which like Ozzy... Sharon! Yeah, Ozzy did that all throughout the show. Sharon! Mm-hmm. So he goes up to complain to his wife, Olga Kurlenko, her name's Sheila in the movie, of course, and she's wanting to go to a vacation in Chile. Mm-hmm. Chile. And he's like, no, I don't want to go. He says he, says he left Chile in, uh, as he was a child. It was like, no, I'm not going to Chile. I left when I was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in London. And she was like, okay, well, if you're not coming, then you got to get rid of that van in the gr- in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was like the touring van of Metal Assassin. Yeah, and, and he's like, no way. Yeah, the van says, um, the van, the license plate says, go to hell. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, all right, we'll get packed. And he's like, I've already gotten packed. And it shows another maid, like, packing his suitcase with, like, tons of beer. Beer. Lots of beer. Because <laughs> he's a rock star, get it? You, got, you gotta drink beer. This is what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> so then it cuts to them. They're flying in, like, a terrible CGI plane. They fly to Chile in this plane. It looks really shitty because I imagine they didn't have much of a budget. I guess mm. we should say that this directed was directed by a guy named Simon West. Which I thought it might have been competently directed because he did the first Expendables movie. Mm. I don't know if he did any of the others, which I mean, Expendables, the movie part of it's not that great. The actual acting and stuff, which is, he should have just stuck to action. (laughs) The action parts of Expendables was pretty good, which we don't get very much of in this movie. No. So that's probably why this sucks. He's like, I'm good at action, but I'm going to go ahead and stick to the the acting part. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was like, I need to get better at acting parts, so. I think all the action parts in this movie was almost comical. Yeah. They they weren't, I don't know. They're very crappy. So they get to Chile, and then they're riding in this limo, and, and... His wife, Sheila, is, like, looking around. His wife is very excited, taking photos of everything, and Antonio's, like, drinking. He's, like, looks like he's about to pass out. Mm-hmm. He's got this... He's wearing this bandana throughout the whole thing over his head, and... Yeah, and his hair's just... Mm, long. Do you think that's real hair? Long and curly. Uh, it looked real. I don't know. In ben, in uh, in Desperado, he's got, like, really, like long hair, and it's super straight. Oh. Which, I can tell this story now, it relates, but... I watched Desperado as a kid, which I don't know why my parents would have let me watch this. It came out in the 90s, mid-90s. But he has his hair pulled back in this beautiful ponytail. Mm. And I was like, oh, I want to pull my hair back. And I was like, not even 10 maybe at the time. Uh, my sister pulled back what little hair that I had. I had pretty short hair. And she put like a little ponytail and it was just sticking at the top of my head. Oh, that's adorable. And I was so disappointed. I'm like, that doesn't look like Antonio Banderas' hair. <laughs> don't look like Antonio Banderas? What the fuck? And she's like, well, you don't have enough hair like he does to pull it back in a ponytail. And I was Aww. like, oh. And then as I tried to grow my hair out later in life, I realized that it doesn't grow straight like his no. hair. It's like a fro. It is wavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we first met. Your ha- your hair was a lot longer than it is now. Yes. Yeah. No, in our, in our engagement photos, my hair is pretty long in that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did grow it out to my shoulders and I was straightening it one time with a straightener. Yeah. Um, fun times. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> no. Oh, believe me, I look at those photos and I'm just like, why didn't someone be like, are you straightening your hair? Why are you doing that? No, I love you. I love you too. Well, yeah, maybe again someday, but I just grow tired of it. Anyway, um, they're in Chile. They get to the hotel 
they pull up and they ha- they're standing outside with their bags and they start to walk in and mm. nobody comes and gets their bags. Yeah, there's like nobody there. There's absolutely nobody there. Like, yeah, there's this beautiful place and I'm like, well, they should have like a. Are they still called Bill Hops or whatever? Yeah, I'm I think not so. that fancy. I take my own luggage. Thank you. Well, we're not rock stars. We haven't. He spends two like two and a half million dollars in this movie and no no drop of the hat. You know what? If you're not a rock star, you can act like one. There are people that will act like that. Yes, they can act like one and and be pushy and mm-hmm. want people to mm-hmm. get their bags, but no, no one comes and be assholes. <laughs> yeah. So then I think it cuts to Banderas. He's sitting on the beach. Mm-hmm. He first he's like, "Why is no one here?" and then it cuts to the beach and he's like shivering. Yes. That's the only time it comes up that it's cold here because everything else looks beautiful uh-huh. in Chile. Yeah. Everything's green and yeah. beautiful. Especially where his wife goes here. But And he's like, "What? Why is, what's going on? And the lady that works at the hotel is like, oh, it's winter. And he's like, but it's July. Mm-hmm. She's like, July is winter here in Chile. Which I did verify that winter is from June to August. Does it say how cold it gets there? I can't no, imagine. I look at that. Like the places that are closer to the equator... I imagine they don't get, like, super cold. He's, like, shivering his ass off. But he's in shorts and stuff. So, I mean, I guess, like, our weather right now, we have snow on the ground outside. And if I had shorts on, I'd be, like, really Yeah, cold. Cold. Super cold, yeah. So. He's just medium cold. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting there on the beach, and this little boy comes up. And this kid's, like, a running joke throughout the movie where mm-hmm. he speaks to Antonio Banderas in Spanish. And Antonio, he's, like... I don't know Spanish, but you, he says something about wanting a beer, and beer mm-hmm. in Spanish is beer. So he's talking, and Antonio's like, I don't speak Spanish, but I do know what beer means. And yes, I will take a beer. So that's all the kid says to him throughout yeah. the movie. He's like, beer? Hands him beer. And he's like, why not? Beer? Yeah. So yes, he hands him a beer, and then Sheila, Olga's character, comes out and was like, oh, I wanted to go on this tour in the mountains and mm-hmm. get to see llamas and go up there. And he's like, you can go by yourself. I'm not. I'm fine. I'm not going. He's like, nah, I'll pass. And she's like, what? Yeah, she she gets mad. Yeah, I would too. I'm like, you're fucking coming with me. Yeah. Gosh, going on vacation just to not do anything, that, that would really be frustrating. I mean, I could see some time relaxing on the beach. Yes, you need that time. But we also need to see, you know, your surroundings and explore have fun just have fun for god's sakes which this movie doesn't do no at all there is no fun being had this movie thinks it's hilarious it is not it is got no it is not so and i'm sorry you guys are probably gonna fucking hate us after this movie because we're just like it's god awful no 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 if any of you and again i apologize if you watch this beforehand or if you watch this Mm -hmm. after but god it's so bad but and if you liked it hey that's cool we still like you (laughs) <laughs> and and we appreciate the difference of opinions. We still and, love them downloads. And you should, yeah. <laughs> you should, <laughs> no. You should write in and tell us why you liked it because we are interested in hearing that. And I'll write back with an essay of why you're wrong. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine if you like it. Good Lord. I don't really think there's anything in this movie to like, but one thing it does the happen. The llamas were cute. The llamas were cute. That could be a funny running joke, I guess, or, or a funny joke, but... One thing that does happen is when Antonio is talking to this guy, this kid that gives him beer, he talks about, he's like, do you know who I am? And then it flashes back to Antonio Banderas, like in a hot, in a bathtub, like with all these naked women. Because mm-hmm. he's talking about he was a rock star, he had it all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus Christ. We didn't... Rock stars, they only have naked women around him. I mean, I come guess. on. Jesus. So 
Um, so yes, Olga, Sheila, I'll call her Sheila from here on out. Sheila, his wife, goes on this tour by herself. It's in like a little Jeep. Yeah, like the shitty-ass Jeep with regular people on it. Oh, God, regular people. Which she comes <laughs> off as a nice person. She does, I yeah. figured, you know, I think they say something. At the beginning of the movie, they call her his Yoko. Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono, which mm-hmm. everyone, uh, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with, but just to go over it again, everyone says that Yoko Ono ruined the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she seduced John Lennon, and then mm. the mu- the music sucked. And her music sucks, I will tell you that much. <laughs> it's just screaming. <laughs> Um, I never got into her music, but yeah, they call her his Yoko, which, you know, I thought if that was going to be the case, they would maybe make her like a, a jerk to everybody, Right. but she seemed really nice. Yeah. She, she just is a very likable person and she just wants to help people. Yeah. Crazy. That's it. So, and that's the problem here is that other than one person we'll get to, there's no villain in this movie, but even then he's not really in it very much Mm, and he's mm -hmm. not like a real super threat but no um yeah she gets in the in the jeep and she meets the other people that are there there's a british couple who seem they, they're kind of played for laughs as well and mm-hmm. then there's an american couple which at first they seem pretty cool they're right talking about things they've done so at they first they, and then it kind of turns it will yeah Oof. it definitely turns because <laughs> this movie tries to say a lot of stuff I think, and we'll get to the bad guy of the movie here and what it's really saying, but it's There's trying... a lot of stuff in this movie. It's trying to really be political, I think, mm. um, with the things that it's saying. You should never be political. Politics <laughs> so suck. They go up into the mountains, and this is where I was like, wow, it doesn't really look like winter because it's all, like, super sunny yeah, and maybe chill. trees. May- maybe it's like us in the spring. In Missouri, it can get kind of cool, cooler when it's mm-hmm. the sun's out. Yeah, and everything's still green. Yeah, everything's still green. So they go up into the mountains, and he was like, all right, the tour guide is like, okay, well, we want to show you guys the llamas, you know. and mm-hmm. Which I did think was a little strange. Yeah. Because, well, and maybe that's just from our area, um, but there's like any kind of zoo type place that you go to, there's llamas. Yeah, but they're not. They're not like wild llamas. Oh, like free. I see. Like a difference between a, a wild stallion. Right. Yeah. People may like to see horses in the wild just because, you know. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. I mean, I don't know. You go see it. I wouldn't want to see a tiger in the wild, but when you go see one in the yeah. zoo, you're kind of like, <laughs> oh, it's just captive, captive here. Yeah. If I saw a tiger in the wild, I'd be like, Jesus. <laughs> I'd pray. <laughs> like, would, please don't fucking eat me. You would push me down and run. <laughs> Yeah, because I can't run very fast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then this is where the Americans turn. They pull out these big guns, these rifles, and they're like, oh, we're here to kill a llama. Yeah, which I was like, what? Yeah. Well, Why that's, would you want to kill a llama? That's kind of the first thing where I think this movie has a message where it's like you see all these news articles. There was like a dentist that killed a lion a while ago. Mm, I it know. was in the news. Where it was like make me sick. Yeah, like Americans big game hunting, the... You know, son of the former president, not to get too mm, political, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. murdered. Uh, he went big game hunting and murdered animals and stuff, you know? So that's what I think it was like, he the Americans. <laughs> he can go straight to hell. And you say that not politically, but just because you love animals. Uh, yes, exactly. I, I, don't even I am not political at all. No. Like, zero percent. I'm the one yelling about it. Be like, oh, did you see what this guy did today? And she's like, who? <laughs> I could care less. I'm like, I just as long as the country doesn't burn to the ground or whatever. But uh, you hurt an animal, and I'm coming after you. <laughs> Especially if it's my animal. Yeah, like, I our, mean. Our babies. Oh, oh, gosh. My word, that's where I get a little 
compassionate. Yeah, well, that's like we said in our Equilibrium episode. He kills, like, 30 people over, like, a little puppy. And I was like, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and they're like, well, you can't do that. Are you crazy? And they're like, we're going to do it no matter what. Mm -hmm. So they start to aim and getting ready to shoot it, and, like, a lump vomits on one of them. Yeah. Well, I think she throws the gun up first. She puts the gun up, and then the llama's all like, oh, yeah, you tried to shoot me, and now I'm going to spit in your face. Yes. Oh, I, I had to look it up, but this is what, basically what happens is that the llama vomits, and I think this llama gets the American guy down, mm-hmm. and this is where, like, you see a fake llama arm, like, yes, it's like smacking him around. I did think that was kind of funny, kinda even funny. though it looked really bad. Yeah, you don't know much in this movie where you're at this time, so you're kind of like, oh, well, maybe it's going to be just like a silly movie like this. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be like a comedy, action comedy, silly, fun movie. Yeah, you you thought it would be kind of funny, silly like that. And... You think this thing, these things, and and you're wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it's very funny because it's just like a, this llama, like this llama arm, probably on a stick that someone's holding off screen is like right. smacking this dude in the face, and and then you get the first introduction of the pirates, I think as they call themselves. Mm-hmm. They fire their guns and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna take you guys captive. You're all coming with me." And then the Americans are like, well, you're not going to take us. And then this is where a llama kicks the dude in the head. And then the dude, his gun goes off and shoots his wife in the face. And the, right in the forehead. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't a comedy because this is pretty fucking dark right now. Like it just, I mean, right? <laughs> um, there, Yeah, I mean, it would have been a very dark comedy if it kept like that tone. But yeah, you, you were kind of shocked. <laughs> I I was like, this doesn't fit. It doesn't compute in my head that this would happen next, I guess. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think this is a cut back to Banderas for just a quick second. But he he's on the beach. And I think this is where he has like a, a vision of the maid of the hotel, like sexual, sexually yeah. mopping and... Like, she's mopping, and there's another lady there, I think, and they're, like, kind of touching each other, and and he's like, oh, yeah, and then the movie just cuts to it, and she's just standing there mopping. He's, like, fantasizing about her mopping very mm-hmm. sexily, and um, and then he mentions something. I don't know if it's to the little boy, the beer kid again, but he says, like, he went into rehab for sex addiction, and that's where he met Sheila. They both met each other mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they were both in rehab. Which, I don't know the logistics of sex rehab, but it just doesn't sound like it would be a good idea to get start a relationship if you're both in a Mm-mm. rehab for no, sex addiction. No, I don't think that would be a good idea. Yeah, maybe not. But It would be frowned upon for sure. Yeah, well, that's what they say, like rehab um, with addiction. You know, don't start any new relationships for a certain amount of time because you're mm-hmm. working on yourself. But sex addiction, I can only imagine. We're like, we're together now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, like... um, but I'm sure, you know, what do I know? I've never been into rehab for that. Me neither. Or rehab at all, I should say. <laughs> like, Me neither. I've never been to rehab for sex addiction. Now drugs. Now, no. Now, wait um, a minute. No, um, and then it cuts back to the pirates. They have everybody standing there, or sitting on the ground on their knees with bags on their heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take the bags and it shows the two British people. The lady has a line where she was like, we've never been kidnapped before. Are we doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we just want to do this right. And the uh, the head guy, the head pirate, is like... You're doing just fine. Yeah, I would probably make some smart-ass joke like that because yeah, I in stressful situations I'm uh, comedy and oh god, laughter yeah. is my defense mechanism. Exactly. Yeah, no, we're the same way. I think I and 
I probably would have been cracking jokes like when that American guy shot his wife in the head, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably doing that that Austin Powers joke was like, well, that's not a way to get ahead in life, you know, oh. like Austin Powers <laughs> when he says that. <laughs> and so, yes, then he gets to Sheila. The head, head pirate gets to Sheila. Mm-hmm. He pulls the bag off of her head and he sees that she's got a tattoo on her arm of M.A., Metal Assassin. Mm-hmm. And then he runs back into his little bunk, and he's got, like, all these magazines of Antonio Banderas. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know of a band in the 80s that was so popular that people would, like, freak out today about it. Mm-mm. Like, Motley Crue, they were huge. But would the entire world go crazy? Because that's how it reacts with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, or at least everybody in Chile. I guess so, yeah, because they're, they're just all like, oh, my God, it's Turk Henry from... Metal Assassin, holy shit. Yeah. And he says he did three world tours, which I don't really think that's much. Mm. Like, I know bands, of course, like Mastodon or Mars Volta or, or even bands that have been around, like Rush, they tour a lot. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like Metal Assassin just released the one album maybe before breaking up. Yeah, because they even start singing Teenage Ass Patrol. That's like their only hit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just bizarre to me how big this band is compared to what their output was, it sounds like. But yeah, it's... I, mm, yeah. He does, yeah. Oh, well. I'm sure the people that made this movie weren't really invested into, like, bands and how they tour and stuff, so. But, yes, the head pirate, I don't know what his name is, so I was calling him head pirate. Uh, He pulls out this magazine of Antonio Banderas and Olga, Sheila. He he shows it to her, and he's like, oh, my God, you're Turk Henry's wife. And then they all start singing Teenage Ass Patrol. Teenage Ass Patrol. (laughs) You guys are going to be singing that at the end. You're welcome. At least look it up, yeah. Um, and then the head pirate's like, all right, this is great. We've got, we can ransom somebody. Mm-hmm. We've got people that we can actually ransom. We can ask for one million dollars. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's you a referenced joke. Austin Powers. I had to keep it going. You keep it going, yes. No, thank you so much. Thank, You're welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have it done that this is where we get inter- introduced to the bad guy. Um, yeah, Mark Valley. Mark Valley, which I made, I can't remember which one it was. No, it was on Equilibrium. I made a Boston Legal joke with William Shatner. Mark Valley is on uh, Boston Legal. Oh. Yeah, he plays a plays a really great lawyer in there and my god, this guy he is does. just so handsome. He yeah, he is handsome. <laughs> they make him to be a real asshole in this because I guess he's working at the American consulate some in kind of Chile. government yeah of he's some sort he mentions he is from the american government several several times yes but i guess he is like at the chile government or something because mm-hmm. it comes in and this is where i said they're getting political because he has not one but two pictures of donald trump on his desk oh i didn't even notice that yeah he's got one where he's like waving and then another where it's just his face you throw up in your mouth a little <laughs> i did yes <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh this guy's a bad guy um, so, yes, that's how you know he's a government asshole. Yeah, he's got mm. two pictures. He's got, like, this guy, uh, a second-in-command, his assistant, that I don't know what his name is, but I, he I is... call him Coworker. Coworker. <laughs> <laughs> you have the best names for the people, yes. Um, he is from Chile, but he Mark Valley comes in. I don't think it really carries this through the movie, but he's got gloves on. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, again, this is another American thing. I think they're trying to talk about Trump because Trump called other third world countries shithole countries. Oh, boy. But Mark Valley is wearing gloves, and he talks about how this country is 
you know, a shithole, basically. Yeah, it smells like a dead cat. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he referenced. He's like, I, I, a cat got hit when I was a kid, and I put it in the garbage, and I came mm-hmm. back a week later to clean it, and he's like, that's what your country smells like. It's just like, rude as fuck. Jesus Christ. So he's got a snake, and he's like, oh, the snake is so clean because it can shed its skin, and just making sure that he, you know, he's got like an OCD type thing, mm-hmm. which I've never admired snakes. I've got OCD, and I was never like, I want to be like a snake. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was always like, get those fuck away from me. I mean, I love animals, but snakes, I, I just haven't quite developed the love for them. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're cool, but I've never wanted to like have one as a pet. Uh, I yeah. just like to see them behind glass. Yeah. I don't, know. They, I don't know. I know people love them and, and good for you. You know, give them homes and they are, you know, I don't know are they if they're a loving animal, but gosh, I would just be freaked out the whole time. I mean, I would imagine they would, I mean... Okay, I don't know. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, so, Mark Valley, he pulls, he gets this package delivered, and he's like, oh, sweet. And he oh, opens yeah. it up, and it's the biggest fucking taser you've ever seen. It's, it's, you talk about the fake, the uh, super guns <laughs> in Equilibrium. This is like the super fucking gun. It's just bulky and yellow. It's huge. And it's, uh... Yeah, and he's like, the government wouldn't let me have one, so I bought one online. Which, again, is like, burp, 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 burp. Yeah, and <laughs> it talked about tasing a friend or something? something i don't know if you caught that part i didn't quite write it all down but i just remember it'd be like hey get this taser and you could tase a friend something like that i did i must have missed it because i was writing down he pulls out a little note from the packaging and he was like you can be like dirty barry and he's mm-hmm. like hmm, i'm sure that's a typo because it's like dirty harry you can tase a friend just like you can Tell a friend about our podcast, <laughs> the film obsessed couple. Whoa, I can't believe it had advertising in this movie for yeah, our podcast. I it know, came out in seven, 2017. We are that cool. Yes. <laughs> so it cuts back to to Turk Antonio Banderas. He's like meditating in his hotel room, and the head lady, head staff at the hotel comes in, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh my God, I've been trying to ring you for so long, and you're not answering." And he's like, "You for interrupting. You better tell me that either the world is ending or my wife's been kidnapped." And she's mm-hmm. like, "Your wife's been kidnapped." He's like, "Exactly. That's what you would have to tell me yes. if I if to be interrupting me." Yes, thank you. And he's like meditating, and he's got like this face, like mud face pack or whatever. Oh yes, which. I can go ahead. I, I didn't notice this until later, but he's wearing several different necklaces, like chains. Mm. One of the necklaces is the, the Jewish star. Oh, okay. Why? I don't oh. know. Another one is the symbol cool. of the Deathly Hallows from Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> you haven't gotten to that book yet, I know. But yeah, there's a symbol where it's like a triangle with a circle in the middle and a straight line through it. Oh, okay. And then another one's like a gun. It's just like an AK-47, I think. So he's got these weird necklaces, and it's like, I first noticed the Deathly Hallows. I was like, is that the fucking Deathly Hallows? Like, what the fuck's he wearing that it's for? Like a bizarre combination, but sure. Because this movie's so weird. Whatever. This movie's so weird. At this point, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. This, I was still waiting, like, when are we going to get some shooting? Because mm-hmm. it's setting it up. I'm like, oh, sweet. Banderas is going to go in there. He's going to kick some fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Never happens. Nope. So Never. he calls his assistant. Oh, Isling Loft. Well, his assistant is actually um, David Mitchell. What do they call John? His name's John. Yeah, that's his. His the guy he keeps trying to reach. Mm-hmm. But he but keeps getting into his assistant. He gets his assistant, John's assistant, which is Isling Loftus, and her name in this movie is Mary Beth. Mary Beth. Yeah, he keeps trying to reach John, and it's funny because she's like, "Well, it, it, first off, he's like, oh my god, how much money did they ask for her to get her back?'" And she's like. Yeah. 
a million dollars. He's like, that's it? That's it? <laughs> that's nothing. Which I thought was kind of funny. They do have a, a, a funny line coming up when he, and he goes to the bank later. But mm-hmm. So he calls, he's trying to reach his manager, John, but he reaches his assistant, Mary Beth, and he's like, I just need a million dollars. He's like, where's John? And she's like, oh, he's working with like a new group. Um masculine harmony masculine harmony and it shows the lead singer of masculine harmony is like wearing boxing shorts mm-hmm. he's like wearing boxing like you know the shorts they wear when they box and yes yeah i don't know it's weird the and long like past your knees yeah it's like white and it's got like the belt and and uh, i thought she said that he was talking that john was talking to this masculine harmony to keep him in the closet oh i didn't hear that maybe yeah. so so he doesn't come out of the closet and he started talking about how you know he can touch women and it's okay jesus christ and I i'm like all that. uh no god I damn i don't care if you're in the closet or out of the closet it's not okay just to go up and grab a woman no, it's like those guys, you know, are like, well, I can just pretend to be gay and all these women will be around me. Don't mm-hmm. change clothes in front of me. Her, her. I think it's just, again, this movie's saying something. It's, there's a lot of sexual references, but it's disgusting. Yeah. I didn't, I can tell you exactly why I did not notice that is because in the background of this office, he's got a Telecaster Deluxe guitar. Yes, that's true. And I was like, I have that same guitar in the back room. I have that. I love and guitars. Like, so, yeah, if you pretend to be gay, they'll let you do whatever. I'm like, look at that guitar in the background. Yeah. Now. That's <laughs> talking about naked women. You're like, guitar. Ooh, that's a pretty Ooh. one. Like, what was he talking about? Oh, he's talking about raping people. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Mary Beth, his agent or his assistant, says she'll help him. Mm-hmm. So then we go back to the pirates. And for some reason, um, Sheila, Olga Kurlinko, I'll just call her Sheila. Okay. I, I know I do that in podcasts where I'm like, Sheila, Olga. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Banderas, Turk. I have both. Yeah. So I, I can keep up. Keep up. So Sheila, they have her in like the main little, it's like a little bunk of like a bungalow or mm-hmm. whatever on the beach. Mm-hmm. So she's just sitting there with the main guy, the main pirate. Just chilling. And yeah, he's talking about, oh, you know, they had to steal for food when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, the corporations are like the richer people in Chile, you know, own it. And the, the poor people basically saying that like when they, they fished, fishing was like their main income. And then the richer people hired like better boats, better equipment, and they fished better. And yeah, the poor, they, were, they get more. Yeah, and the poor people, you know, lost out. So uh, he's like, "I've gone without," and he's like, "We're we're taking it back." And uh, Sheila's like, "Well, you're not the only one that suffered." She's like, "When I, I was a model, and I had to not eat all the time." And he's yeah. like, "When I was a kid, I had a dog." And he's like, "And I got so hungry that I had to kill and eat the dog." Yes. And she's like, "Okay, you win." Yeah, and she literally says that. She's like. Okay, you win. And I'm like, yeah, he wins. And I would never, I would die first before I would kill and eat my dog. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I would eat my foot. (laughs) Yeah, I would eat myself (laughs) before I would even think about killing a dog. Yeah, absolutely. So this, I think it cuts back again to Mark Valley. He gets wind of the kidnapping, finds out about it, and he talks about how he's going to use this kidnapping to get promoted and get a job in Washington. Mm Mm-hmm. So we get kind of his motivations. Yeah, he starts talking about like terrorists. Yeah. And oh shit. god, they all the the Americans in the movie have to cut have to start saying the word terrorist. Yeah. I'm um, just like okay. Yeah, and so then it goes back to the pirates, and she's like, Sheila's like, well, can I take a shower and get cleaned up? And which I thought a shower. In most movies, and I mean, if if I get kidnapped, I'm not like, oh man, I really need a shower. Yeah. I'm like, don't, isn't it like, can I, I use don't the bathroom? Know. 
I have to go number two. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I would have had more pressing things, but she's like, yes, can I take a shower? And God knows what they're doing to these British people. I mean, you see that they're okay. Right. But <laughs> these British people are just sitting probably out in the cold, but she's getting treated. So he, and I was, I wrote in my notes, I was like, please, God, do not show this woman get naked. No, Right. I was like, it's so stupid. That I imagine would be they the would. worst. I imagine that they would have, though. I'm just like, this movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so she starts the water, and I wrote down it's funny because she starts the water, and then the guy's immediately like, are you doing okay in there? I'm like, mm-hmm. she just started the water. Yeah, she's just, she, and it's not even really coming out. It's just barely dripping. Yeah. No, absolutely. So she gets out through a window and tries to escape, and that's when another guy comes out and she startles him and he like falls over <laughs> he drops his gun yeah he's like please don't hurt me <laughs> oh my god please yeah and then so sheila looks at the head pirate and is like how long have you been being how long have you guys been pirates and he's like <laughs> nine hours about, about, you know nine hours or so not quite a day yeah I mean, not not too long absolutely so then Casta antonio banderas mark valley comes into antonio's apartment or his, his room at the hotel and antonio banderas first is like oh thank god you're here to fix and it's like a water filter or something i don't know what it was and no idea mark valley's like no we're we're here for the government oh you know they're they're terrorist cell and found out who they are he says we monitored chatter on, on a metadata harvesting in space satellite mm-hmm. in space and Joey's sure. like oh wow yeah right. fancy and then mark valley's like look i know they're asking for a ton of money and antonio's like ton of money what and i think this is where he's like i once spent two million dollars on a tortoise and he's like and he's he's talking very fast i didn't even pick it up until he references mm-hmm. it again because he's like i spent two millions on a tortoise or however <laughs> tortoise. he says it and he's like and that thing never did he's like it never went very fast it was very slow because it's a turtle yeah he's an idiot um, so Mark Valley's like, we'll help you. And then this is where I think it, it's still, I wrote in the notes, I was like, God, I hope, uh, Sheila doesn't fall in love with this pirate, the, pirate the head guy. of the pirate. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that would happen too, but yeah, I thought it was going to happen that way. Cause she's like, you know, they're talking together a lot and he's like, Oh yes, I, I grew up very poor. And I thought a joke was going to be like, none of it was true. <laughs> it's going to turn out that he was like a rich kid or something. Yeah, he was just doing this for fun. See, I could have made this movie better. <laughs> you totally could have. But yeah, I wrote, and then so basically what happens is Banderas is talking to Mary Beth, his assistant. She's like, okay, well, we've got the million dollars. You go pick it up at this bank mm-hmm. and then you can go. And Mark Valley has tapped Antonio Banderas's phone. Yeah. And it shows him sitting there with his assistant co-worker. <laughs> and <laughs> his, I noted that his iMac, he doesn't have gloves on, but his iMac computer or his MacBook yeah. is covered in a protective film, like that's, a layer. That's true. Just goes more with the germaphobe. Ger- germaphobe, yeah. So then Antonio Banderas gets the beer kid to bike him to the bank. Yeah, And what is that thing? Kid. What are those things called? Um, uh, it was like Antonio sits in the back and the kid bikes it in the front. Gondola. No, I don't think so. No. It's one of those things you see all the time. There's that Seinfeld episode where uh, Kramer buys one with Newman. Rickshaw. So it's like a rickshaw. It's like a bike cab because, yeah, Antonio sits in the back and the kid bikes. So he has him drive and Antonio was like, oh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and, and he picks up the money. Uh, right. He goes which, in the bank. I'm just reminded of a thing where, you know, when when Sheila got in the cab, she tipped the guy who drove the American or something says you shouldn't tip these people because now they will they will understand that it's okay to ask for a tip. Yeah, or something <laughs> about them being nice. Yeah, so they don't have to be nice for money. Yeah, like 
fucking asshole. Yeah, that's so. Well, yeah, that just reminded me with the money that he's coming to. So he goes into the bank, and it, this is where I thought it was kind of funny because they pull up all the million dollars, and it's like four stacks of hundreds. Yeah. And he was like, whoa. He's like, like life, a million dollars in person is really disappointing. <laughs> Which, yes, is true. A million dollars really is not, like, as far as volume. If when looking at it in hundred dollar bills, not, yeah, not that much. Not not that much. No, I'm I'm curious if we looked it up, like how many bundles it would be. But um, the bank manager is like, well, you have to count it, and he goes like, well, I am a musician, and the reason I became a musician is because I can only count to four. <laughs> yeah, like mus- musicians are fucking idiots or something. Uh, well, you know, it's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. It's like uh, standard music. Okay, that's the standard time signature. I guess that four, makes four. sense. And I realize I'm cussing more in this movie, and that's just because it's, <laughs> it's so, so angry, horrible. <laughs> but yes, time signatures. Which, if you're if you're a musician, and he's writing in musical notation later, so he's got to be pretty fucking smart. Like I can't even yeah. do that. He's writing in actual music notes in a song that he hears in his head. That's pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he counts the money in fours. He's like one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. He's like, yes, it's all here. Congratulations. Yes, yes thank you. So he he walks outside with the money in a brief in a uh, like a little suitcase, and that's when Mark Valley comes out, and he was like, "No, I'm sorry, you, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to confiscate this money." He was like, "You can't have this because the U.S. doesn't negotiate with terrorists, and you can't fund a terrorist cell with this money." And then the next part is so well, stupid. Well, he says it very quickly. Mark Valley, um, <laughs> he said, Mark Valley says, "I will have you arrested for violating the Patriot Act. So go home." Take a quaalude and relax. Mm. Yeah. Um, Bossy. Yeah. Go home and do your drugs. <laughs> so uh, Antonio runs down, runs in like a little alley. He starts riding his suitcase. Yeah. Like he I... rides it down some stairs, which I was like, okay, I may, maybe. Maybe, yep. Yeah, I feel the same. And then he's just riding down the street in traffic. And I'm like, no way. No. But I would like to try. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to get a suitcase and see if this actually works. Maybe, yeah. But if you decide to do this, you listeners, don't do it with other cars around. Make sure it's safe. Yeah, make sure it's safe. And wear like knee pads and elbow pads. Maybe wrap yourself in bubble wrap. (laughs) Because I don't want you hurt. Such bad advice. I care about you. (laughs) You tell them to do it, though. Just be safe about it. Yes, please. So, but one thing I noted is that like his briefcase or his suitcase is like sparking the whole time. It's like Mm -hmm. throwing sparks. (laughs) I'm like, isn't is it plastic? It real metal? I don't know. That's weird. So he runs into a statue, which, what was the story he told oh, earlier? Because I didn't catch it the first time. What do you mean? Like, that Chile loves him or whatever? <sighs> he tells a story about he got so drunk that he peed. And I don't know exactly oh. why, but he did some, some amazing thing where... Oh, he peed for seven minutes. Oh, okay. And then somebody thought that was just amazing so they said they'll build a statue he says that when they're going to chile yes and he was like yes he was so impressed that he built the statue so antonio as he's going down the hill on his suitcase Mm -hmm. crashes into a statue and it is him it's It's a statue of him peeing it's like a fountain coming out of his penis the the water is coming out of his penis and he was like well i'll be damned they really did build a statue it's it's vile it's fucking stupid and so mark valley comes up in a little car and he takes the money from him and he was like i should have you arrested for violating he says something again. He's, <laughs> he's like, I should have you arrested for violating the Freedom of Information Act. Or probably not, because that's the blah, 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 whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Like, again, because the, the United States, again, could just have you arrested for everything. Yeah. That's the joke. But 
Um, and then Antonio just starts cursing at him in Spanish. This is like, when he's what? all like, rah, 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 and then he's like, oh, oh yeah. it feels so good to speak Spanish again. The only thing I recognize is he said punta. Yes. Says Punta. And so, yes, he's like, oh, it feels so good. And I was like, well, that's kind of a funny joke, is that he really is Spanish. Which Punta means bitch, just if you don't know that, right? Yeah. Is it Punta? I think so. And Pendejo. I always I know that one, too. <laughs> She's looking it up. Yes, he, that was a funny joke where he actually can speak Spanish. And I thought they were really playing that like he was from London. But it's kind of a funny joke, but it really goes nowhere. But I think this is where it cuts back to Sheila and the pirates. I don't know if she talks him into it or if just the head pirate takes the British couple away. I don't know if she, like, talks him in because... Well, she's trying to, you know, pump him up to be a bad guy. Um, And she's just like, you gotta take control. And he goes out and tells his friends, he's like, we'll take care of them tonight. Yes. And so they, they take the British couple and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, we're being bad guys or whatever, right. I guess. I don't right. know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> And so they take the British couple out into the woods or into the the forest or whatever. Jungle is what I'm trying to say, God. And they put them on their knees and they were like, say goodnight. And the British guy is like, oh my God, they said goodnight. They said say goodnight, oh God. He's like, I just want you to know, honey. He's like, I've never cheated on you. Mm -hmm. I've been faithful this whole time. She's like, I know. And he's like, do you want want to say it back to me? Can't you say it to me? And she's like, well, how do you mean, in body or in mind? And he's like, what are they? She's like, because there's a big difference. Faithful, period. Yeah, and so then they take their bags off their heads and they realize that the pirates just left them there. They're gone. Yeah, and and the guy should have been like, yeah, I'm going to file for divorce. (laughs) Yeah, they seem like a really nice couple. I'm I'm fucking heartbroken that they did that. I know, because... And usually it's the guy that's, you know, the perv and cheating, but now it's the, the it's woman. woman. They do have a funny line here at the end where she was like, this is officially the worst vacation we've ever been on. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, what about Scotland? She's like, oh, yeah, Scotland. That breakfast bar was awful. It was awful. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather be kidnapped than have a bad breakfast bar. Look, I'm trying to find anything in this fucking movie. So give me where <laughs> where I can take the funny jokes. I'll fucking take it. There wasn't any even waffles there. <laughs> So then it goes back and it's talking, the pirate's talking to Olga, and I think she kind of gives like a backstory of how they met. It shows him, Antonio, partying in the back of like an ambulance. He's like drinking mm-hmm. and doing drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. And shows her, she's got like a gigantic nosebleed. Yeah, she's just sniffing coke like it's yeah. going out of style. She's sniffing coke. She's like Frank Reynolds in, I forget where he goes, but remember where he was like doing all that cocaine in that little shack in that episode with his brother? He's like, I was the drug tester. And he's oh. like, he's just doing all this cocaine. That's right. <laughs> just pours it down his nose. Yeah. And yeah, so she has a huge nosebleed and then it shows her going to the rehab. And she's like, that's where mm-hmm. we met. She has this big fucking bandage over her nose. Yeah, this is where she explained why metal assassins split up. And basically it's, they split up when they got clean. Gotcha. Okay. Because you can't be a rock star unless you're on drugs and alcohol. That's not true. And both of them. That's not true. I know it's not true. <laughs> this movie's fucked up. <laughs> Mars Volta made their best album after they started doing stopped doing drugs. Yeah, they're great. Branches the Mute. Mm-hmm. Bill from Mastodon stopped drinking, and now he's like a riff-writing machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very shitty. So, he, I think uh, this is where he tells the story about eating his dog, and she says, you win. And then... Antonio Banderas is talking to his assistant. He calls her, 
And he was like, I can't tell, talk to you because my phone is tapped. And she has kind of a funny line where she's like, why is your phone tapped? You're irrelevant. You're the most irrelevant person I know. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? So he gives her like a code. Um, he's like, it's I'm, a... I'm going to talk in code. Yeah, so Mark Valley's listening to it. Could probably fucking figure it out just mm-hmm. as well. But he tells her and she figures it out. She types everything into Google. And she's like, oh, meet me in Chile at this bar tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, fuck, I have to go to South America. So, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, I get to go on vacation. Jeez. So Antonio's all, uh, they, they go to meet there at this bar. And Antonio, like the little beer kid, is like, he's like, no, I'll bike. And he's having fun. I guess mm-hmm. it's starting to show you that he's lightening up a bit or whatnot. Right. Still be freaking the fuck out if my wife was kidnapped. But he's like, I'm living life again. He's, he's finding himself. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You know, this is just the perfect time not to worry about anybody else and focus on yourself. Build yourself up when your wife is kidnapped. Yeah, work on yourself, I suppose. Mm So meets up with his assistant and she was like, well, I've got us help. Mm -hmm. His name, and I have it, his name's Clive Muggleton. Yes. His real name is Martin Dinglewall. Because I think he might really be Australian. Jesus Christ, that's the most Australian fucking name I've ever heard. Yeah. I yeah, was... he really is. <laughs> and it's a hyphenated name? Did he? Know. Is he married and it took his wife's name? Maybe? Uh, I don't know. Or is it like in, in Mexico where like the first name's the the father's and the last is the mother's? Oh, maybe. maybe I've got that backwards. But It's it's cool. Dingle. My, my father's name was Dingle. My mom's name was Wall. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she was like, he's from a security company. He's going to help us get your wife back. And, mm-hmm. and he, for some reason, he's got like the whitest fucking teeth that you've ever seen. Yeah. And Tony was like, why are your teeth so white? He's like, they are as white as pure cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> uh, but the running joke with Clive is that he keeps saying sexist things to Mary Beth. Yeah, just commenting on her body. Yeah, he's like, oh, look at that ass. Oh, look at them breasts. They're the best thing in the world. I'm like, oh, my this God. This is all about subjecting women. So I think Mark... Val, this is where it cuts back to Mark Valley for a minute, and he is talking to his assistant. I think he has another line in here where he's like standing on the balcony of his office, and mm-hmm. he sees Chile, and he's just like, disgusting. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> but he goes to his assistant, and he was like, well, we can't get Antonio on his phone anymore. I need you to follow him. Mm-hmm. He did say, he did talk to his coworker, and he's like, uh, he talked about door number one and door number two. All these scenes that cut to Mark Valley, I'm just like, what the fuck? So stupid, yeah, because he's like, door number one, you can stay in this shithole of a country and rot and it smells like ass and yeah. fuck the people and it's like, god damn. And he's like, or number one, door number one, you can take a million dollars in nice clean money. That's door number two. Door number one is shit. Oh, god. Well, door number whatever. two is take the money. I and know. And his assistant's like, door number two two or one or what the fuck ever and like, he's like exactly can i just not pick can yeah I he's just... like are you talking about my country i feel like you're talking about chile and I mean, what the fuck jeez so then this is where he's like yeah it's okay so and i don't know if mark valley does anything with that million dollars like what the, i mean he doesn't because at the end of it you see it mm-hmm. again but who knows so yes the assistant starts following antonio banderas and finds this brothel that they're staying at. It's right. like a brothel. And, and this is funny because they're sitting in this bar and this is where Antonio, he's looking out the window and he sees this guy outside like just busking on the street. He's mm-hmm. playing guitar. And Antonio's like, that's the best guitar player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's playing like three chords. He's like E, D, G. But you know, he's really passionate about it. And that's he's, not the... He's getting down with it. That's not the notes. He's I said E, D, G. With it. That's not how the notes are. But... Um, Yes, he's getting jiggy with himself, yes. He's, like, playing it, and Antonio's like, look at him. 
he's free. He's playing Wonderwall. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of getting him back into the mindset of playing music, I guess. So the Australian guy shows back up. Clive shows back up again, makes a lot of sexist remarks and Mm -hmm. talks about what they can do to get his wife back. Mm -hmm. And then Mark Valley meets up with Clive. He like Clive leaves the place. And then Mark Valley is like standing outside. And he was like, Hey, did you know that uh, if you keep working with Turk, the government will pull all of its contracts it has with your firm? And he was like, oh, shit, well. Oh, damn. Yeah, I guess I won't work with him anymore. So then this is where I think it cuts back to Antonio. He's like doodling on a napkin and he's actually writing the musical notes out because he's Mm -hmm. humming. He's like, Uh, writes down like the musical notation which i'm like i know not a lot of people i mean i'm sure there are really great musicians that could but like again the guys in mastodon they can't i don't think they could do that like the guy bill of course like i mentioned doesn't know how to read or write music so it just made me laugh where i'm like wow he's very talented then Mm -hmm. if he can just hum it and then write down the notes on the musical staff that he's yeah so i kind of i think i was learned a little bit of that in high school yeah but i never picked it up because it never made sense to me yeah, it it can be confusing for sure, and that's why a lot of people, I think, stop doing music if they try mm-hmm. to read or write it. I didn't learn to read or write it just because I wanted to play. I just right. Yeah, I learned tabs and how to play it, yeah, but I wish I had because then it would, I think it would have really helped. Like those people that can, what they call sight read, where it's like you lay the sheet music out and mm-hmm. they just read it as they play. Oh, Fucking amazing. Weird. I used to be able to do that because I played in band when I was in high sc- or middle school. There you go. I used to be able to do that. Um but yeah, it's gone by the wayside. Yeah. I didn't play for several years and then, yeah. Anyway, uh, the Australian guy Clive comes in and he was like, you got to act like I'm, you know, telling you that I can't do it. And we got to act like we're fighting because we're being watched. <laughs> Tony is like, I'm a musician, not an actor. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not acting in this movie. No. Um, <laughs> and he was like, no, just act like I'm saying mean things to you. He's like, slam your hand down on the table and he's like. Uh, yeah, I say it was really lightly, and he was like, "We'll help you get your wife back." He's like, "I'm still gonna help you no matter what," but he's like, "Just pretend to, you know, that we're arguing." And and then Antonio, I think he's like, starts saying weird things like Australian. He was like, "Oh, you fucking Australian piece of shit!" And he's like, "Whoa, why are you getting <laughs> Wait why are you getting minute. personal here?" And he's like, "I'm sorry, I got into the got into it." He's like, "You fucking, you know, koala." Son of a bitch or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Koala loving son of a bitch. Yeah. So he it's fucking stupid. He doesn't say that. I don't know what he says. Um, so he leaves. Clive leaves just to make Mark Valley's assistant think that he's leaving. That mm-hmm. he's not going to help him. And then he keeps every now and again. I mean, there's really nothing to say about Olga or Sheila and the pirate. But I keep in my notes. It just kind of cuts back and forth to them yeah. doing different things. She's teaching him how to sail. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that yes. is it. Like, why? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they have a really shitty boat, and Olga's like, oh, well, you got to watch the after and the sail on it. And he's like, oh, you know how to sail. Well, I'm like, yeah. why are you up? Because at this point, you think that they killed the British people. Right. I don't know. She it, doesn't care. It doesn't make sense. So this is, yeah, Mark Valley then is like, okay, well, we've got to take Antonio Banderas out. He just automatically goes to killing him. Well, this is where he talks about two scenarios. (laughs) The two scenarios? Yeah. He always has two. Oh, yeah. Two options. It's great that he's giving choices. Um, Something happens to Antonio or uh, Sheila gets shot by the uh, pirates. Gotcha. Okay. Those are the two options. Yes. Antonio goes or Sheila gets shot. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Two different options. So he... He opts for Antonio. Ops for Antonio, his assistant, right? Mm. Ops for Antonio, mm-hmm. and I think this is where the he's like, well, we gotta, we've gotta somehow kill Antonio Banderas, and 
his assistant's like, well, why don't you just do it far away? You know, like you don't have to be up close or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Valley's like, that's amazing. We could use this snake. This it's snake is super poisonous. Snake. Yeah. And he was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to arrange for Antonio to have a jacuzzi at his hotel. Uh-huh. Which I'm like, how? I'm like, uh, why does he arrange that? I don't know. But he calls. I mean, it's nice. I guess. I would fucking love that. He put his credit card on there. <laughs> <laughs> I need to give a Turk Henry a jacuzzi. Here's my credit card number. Right on the beach. Thank you. Yeah. So it shows Antonio. He's like in the hot tub and his phone rings and he has teenage ass patrol as the ringtone, Mm -hmm. I think, which is stupid. Teenage ass patrol. There we go. (laughs) And yeah, he's got teenage ass patrol, but it's so one of the funnier things I thought is like the ringtone. It shows the agent, Mark Valley on his phone. He has a picture Mm -hmm. and it's him on like a bike. He's, like, sitting on a bike, like, looking at the camera. Oh, boy. I'm like, how did Antonio Banderas get that photo? Facebook. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So, yes, um, he, while he's looking at his phone, Mark Valley comes up behind and puts the snake in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, maybe the snake will die because it's hot water. Yeah, it's really hot. I don't know how snakes, I don't know if that's a possibility for snakes. Yeah, who knows? So, anyway, the snake bites Antonio Banderas on his dick. Right on his penis. I just don't know if I can go on with this shit. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> uh, God damn, this fucking movie. So uh, This movie could have been a lot worse in this part, because my mind, hopefully, was not fucking gross-out comedy. But basically, as he gets out of the tub, the kid with the, little, the beer kid <laughs> shows up, and he's like, ah, the snake is dangling off his penis. Yes. Uh, you see him from behind. You just see the snake's tail, like, dangling in between his legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, this kid is going to have to suck the poison out. Oh no. I I, like, oh. Please, God, no. No, they can't do that. I'm like, how old is this kid? They can't. So it just cuts to Antonio. He's getting patched up by a, a medical worker. <sighs> yeah, thank God. I was like, I thought they were going to make that joke. Because he's like, the kid saved your life. And I'm like, please don't say you that suck the poison. Been please don't say you suck the poison. Too far. <laughs> I would have been like, just stop the fucking movie now. We're that, done. That's like an American Pie joke. American Pie like, probably would have done that. Yeah, no, probably. I had to suck the poison out. Blech. So he's like, yes. And and then they say that the snake died of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Because, yeah, he drinks beer. All the fucking time. All day, every day. Which he's a rocker from like the 80s, boy. I think he would have moved on from beer. I think he would have been doing some hard shit. Yeah, like some... Alcohol, like, like hard liquor. alcohol, liquor. Yeah, like um, Keith Richards. There's that photo where he's got like a Jack Daniels bottle. On yeah. His hand. <laughs> so then there's a stupid line where like this. Yeah, the the doctor says he can't have sex for like what a month or something three or like days, three I days, think. something. And oh my god. The hotel, the main hotel lady walks in and she's like, "Oh my god!" And it shows like a quick shot of Antonio Banderas's penis, like wrapped up, wrapped up, laying over his leg, and it's like four feet long. Jesus <laughs> Christ no thanks so then he meets back up with clive and mary beth his assistant again and he was like we've got i've got a plan we need to come up with to get this money so i can give it to the to the pirates to get Mm -hmm. my wife and Mm -hmm. he does a joke they do from con air where he was like okay he's like this peanut will be me yes this cigarette or whatever will be mary beth and he's like and this salt shaker will be you Mm -hmm. he's like and this will be mark valley and then the Australian guy's like, what's this bottle of beer? And he's like, that's my bottle of beer. That's my bottle of beer. They I do that same it. exact joke in Con Air. Oh, boy. Which may have been directed by Simon. Ooh. Shit. I think it's directed by the same person. They do the joke in, in Con Air where he's like, 
at the in the middle of the movie when the cops are coming to the airfield, John Malkovich is like, "This right here is a cop. This is a coke can. Is the airplane?" And the guy's like, "What's that rock?" And he's like, "That's a rock." And he knocks it away. Simon West. Yep. Holy shit! So he ripped himself off. You are right. Uh, I wrote that in my notes, Rob. Like they did the exact same joke in Con Air, where he's like, "Well, what's that rock?" He's like, "That's a rock." Oh, you're so smart. Fuck. Well, I just didn't know. So they are showing, they're doing like an Ocean's Eleven type thing where they're showing them do the heist, basically, mm-hmm. while he's explaining how to do it. Um, basically, Clive dresses up. He, or so Antonio Banderas is wearing this really bright shirt. He walks into a bar. Clive then changes. He gets that same shirt. He puts on like a wig of an red hair. Awful wig that doesn't look anything like Antonio's It doesn't look hair like him at all. At all. Um, and then, so he, then Mark Valley follows the fake Antonio, uh, Clive, to the bank. Mm-hmm. And then he sees like all the clothes laid out on the floor and he looks up and Clive is just standing there um, at the bank. And he's like, well, hello there. What you doing? <laughs> what you doing? So then Antonio, well, then Mark Valley leaves, runs off and he knows that there's only another bank. There's another bank that can handle that amount of money. So he's rushing off to it. And then it cuts to Antonio Banderas. He's got all the money, and he's dressed like a woman. Yeah, in a tight red dress. And, and short like, hair. High heels. High heels, yeah. And he's like, he's like, well, thank you for the million. And he's like, I've got the million here. And he like puts <laughs> holds his breast, and he's like, oh, and some back here, and touches his ass. And oh, boy. So he walks out, and Mark Valley shows up right as Antonio is leaving. Uh, and Mark Valley makes eye contact with Antonio, but he's got sunglasses on. He doesn't even know it was him. Mm-hmm. And so then Antonio, they've got the money. And Antonio is kind of funny. He tells him, like, because he, he's telling the plot, like, what they're going to do. And he's like, and that is how we steal a million dollars. A million dollars. He's like, well, we're not stealing it. He's like, yes, I know. But saying withdraw a million is not really how it, it's not really cool. <laughs> it <laughs> so doesn't like, sound as good. Like, eh, all right. So then they all plan to meet up at this brothel. They say it's a brothel here, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Mark Valley is following the Australians. He knows where they're going to go. So Mark Valley knows where they're going to be because they, they've they been hanging out at this brothel in the bar the whole time. Right. So the Australian guy Clive shows up to the brothel and this lady is like, oh, hey, come here, big man. Right, and yeah. They go have sex and he says something like five times or whatever. She's like... Oh, come on again. And he's like, I can't go for another f- a fifth time. He's like, I'm drained dry. Yeah, he's like, I got no fluid left in my body. No. Yeah, so he uh, walks past and Mark Valley comes in at the same time. And then the Australian guy sees him. So he like gets down. He's trying to sneak sneak around Valley. Mm-hmm. And he bumps into this like cart. This guy is selling stuff. And it's like every noisemaker in the world. It is. It's like electric toys, like a little popcorn popper, alarms. <laughs> so Mark Valley pulls out. The stun gun. Uh, here, and here it comes. Yeah, you thought it, you knew it was going to come. So mm-hmm. he shoots. He keeps hitting other people, which I'm sure that that was supposed to be a joke, but it's yeah. just terrifying. <laughs> like, and, and they're just getting electrocuted as shit. Yeah, it, it's very, it's kind of disturbing because he like shoots and they're like, ah! Yeah, and they're just like convulsing. Yeah, these they, people they that are getting stop. shocked are playing it very real. Yeah. <laughs> like, if this was supposed to be funny, this is not fucking funny. No, the only thing that I kind of liked about this part is that Walking on Sunshine song comes back. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I was just like, God, these people are getting, they're acting like they're getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, so Mark Valley runs out of stun gun stuff and they start throwing things at each other. 
Um, Mark Valley picks up some shrimp off of like a food cart and yeah. throws it and hits Clive. The Sounds Austra- like yum. I bet you that is some good shrimp. Yeah, he probably like catches it in his mouth like mmm. Yeah. But he Clive falls down and as he comes back up, his eyes are like swollen shut. <laughs> he's allergic to shellfish. Allergic to shellfish. So he's like trying to reach for his um his epipen. I'm imagining, but he can't find it. Right. And then, so he and Mark Valley get into a fight, and Valley is, like, stuffing shrimp all over his face and yeah. shit like that. And this is where I wrote, like, oh, he's trying to kill him. Yes. But then he takes an octopus and strangles him, and he breaks his neck. And I'm like, oh, he really is killing him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is where the movie stops being kind of stupid funny and is like, oh, he's actually killing people. He's, he's really going to kill him. Yeah, because he's choking him with this octopus, and then you're like, oh, how funny, you know, the octopus, and then it's like, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, shit, he no. broke his fucking neck. Damn. Even the crowd in the movie is like, ha, ha, oh. Yeah. Everything went silent. Yeah, like, like fuck. Oh, this is serious. I thought you guys were just playing around. So, yeah, Mark Valley just leaves, and then I think this is where he goes back to his office, and he's like, it's time to his assistant coworker, and they open up this case. And it has, like, a tactical bag in it, like a black bag. He and his, like, co-worker, they go mm-hmm. up to this, like, shelf or whatever, and he opens it, and it's got, like, the black bag in it. Okay. And he takes it. So they're at the hotel, then it cuts to the hotel. Um, Mary Beth is sad about Clive's mm-hmm. death. She's like, he said nice things about my bum, because yeah. she's, like, British. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Um, she gives Antonio a suitcase, and it's, like, a cat suitcase. And he's like, thank you for this suitcase. It has cat lovers. Oh. Across it, and it's like bright red. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. They're at the dock of the hotel, goes into the ocean. Antonio gets in like this little speedboat, or not like a speedboat, but like a little raft with a motor on the back of it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to go meet up with the pirates and give them the money. And He's like, I'm going to be the man. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then it shows Mark Valley. He's like doing a check of all the shit in the bag. He was like, gun, check. Grenade, check. Mm-hmm. He's like, tactical uh, makeup, check. And then it shows he gets on, like, a jet ski. He's got, like, the makeup on his face, and he gets on and drives off. Yeah, not weird at all. No, very fucking stupid. I mean, it's common. Everybody does that. But then it shows Antonio Banderas, and they're like, I hope he's going to be okay. And he's, like, (laughs) zigzagging back and forth in the boat. He can't fucking drive this thing. He's laying down while he's trying to drive it. He's, like, laying on his back, and he's like, whoa! (laughs) I don't know. Whoa! I guess it's just to show his stupid side. I guess. I don't fucking know. But then Clive walks up. To Mary Beth. He's still alive. What? Yeah, because this movie has no stakes. Um, she's like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, I faked my death. And he's like, his head is like all the way to the left. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he fucked my neck up pretending to break it or whatever. And So he's like, oh, well, Antonio's going to be just fine. And that's when it shows him like zigzagging back and forth. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to have to help we're him. We're going to have to get into yeah. a paddle boat. So Clive, yeah, he gets in like this swan shaped paddle boat. And Ugh. Mary Beth's like, well, I'm coming with you. Why? I'm sure there's several. I saw a couple of jet skis there, and they chose the slowest fucking thing. I don't know. I just got it. Maybe they needed a workout. I'm going crazy talking about this fucking movie. Yeah, it's just. It's so stupid. Ridiculous. So anyway, they have a little bit of a chase scene, and that's what I said. Like, it's supposed to be the ocean, but I told you, I'm like, I think this is still just part of the hotel. It looks like it's just kind of, yeah. Because later in the credits, you see him open, like, a gate. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that gate is, like, keeping the... It's, like, not... Re- it's supposed to let some ocean water in, but they're playing it like it's some big ocean chase. Blah, blah, blah. And um, 
Mark Valley is shooting at Antonio. Antonio has figured out how to use the raft or use the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Antonio makes it to like this pipe, and he like ducks down in and drives down this pipe because this pipe will take him to where the pirates are. Yeah, it looks like one of those uh, pipes, like the slides that you can go in. Yeah. It's just one of those little plastic pipes. But he comes out, and it's like this big steel pipe yeah it comes out he's like in another part of the country and it's all nasty murky water yeah I'm like how far did, how long were they in because he didn't seem like much room in there so because no. mark valley gets in he ducks down he has to like huddle onto his jet ski and get mm-hmm. into this pipe and then clive and mary beth they get in it breaks the top of the swan's head off mm-hmm. but they duck down and go through this pipe so antonio comes out he parks his boat he runs up and so yeah he comes out of the boat he Parks his boat, he gets out, and he's, like, looking. There's a prayer statue there or something. Mm-hmm. Mark Valley comes out, like, right behind him, and he parks his jet ski, and he gets out. And Antonio can, can see him. He can perfectly see him, but he doesn't. <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> he does not. And, and he's and, like, hello? Yeah, he's like, hello! He's like, he's like, I brought it in this horrible suitcase. <laughs> I thought he, the way he said that was pretty horrible. funny. So Mark Valley comes up behind him, and they start fighting, and Mark Valley's like... He's like, you, you're not even a real musician. You play bass. It only has four strings. Oh, and I was like, you motherfucker. You asshole. Fuck you. Go to hell. And then Antonio Riley comes back. He was like, the bass is the heartbeat of the band. Mm-hmm. Damn like, right. God damn right. He's like, no, he says like the bass and the drums. I'm like, fucking hell right. Mm-hmm. It. Hell yeah, right it is. Mm-hmm. So the pirates, I think, show up. Mark Valley and so does Clive and, and Mary Beth. They're all standing around while they're fighting. Um... Mark Valley tries to mace somebody, and he maces himself in the face. Yeah. And so, like, a beer falls out of Antonio's case because he takes one for the row. He takes two from the beer kid when he leaves. The kid's like, beer? And he's like, no, I need this. He's like, well, maybe two. And he takes so. <laughs> a beer falls out of his suitcase. Mark Valley's blinded from the mace. He just maced himself. And then he pulls the pin off the grenade but drops it, like, right in front of him. Yeah. So he picks it up, and he picks up the beer can. And he throws the beer, thinking that it's the grenade. Uh-oh. And then he picks up the grenade, realizing that it's still there, and he blows up. Yeah, blows. Fucking thank God. Pieces everywhere. Yeah, I Antonio mean, I don't see- think you can come back from that. Yeah, Antonio sees his ear on the tombstone, or on the prayer statue. Yeah, and then he whispers, goodbye. Yeah, I'm like, what? What? You guys aren't friends. That's disgusting. I wrote down in my notes when he blows up, I'm like, thank fuck all these characters in this movie fucking suck. Yeah. And this is when I was like, I don't think there's going to be a gunfight. So Antonio gives the pirate the money and the pirate's like, oh, are you go- are his metal assassin ever going to get back together again? And Banderas is like, no, but I have been working on some stuff, on some music, um, you know, solo. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is where they, they hug or something. Him and the pirate hug. Yes. And then Antonio's like, sorry, sorry, I'm a sex addict. So he got like a boner hugging this yeah, dude. Yeah, he's like, never mind my erection. I'm a sex addict. God damn it. Like, so they walk back and this is where Sheila is. She's on the beach and Antonio's like, oh my God, I love you so much. I need you. And she's like, she's like, Ugh. yeah, she's like, why should I come back with you? Yeah. I'm like, because he just paid a million dollars, really two million. Yeah. He's here, right? He came to get you. <laughs> like, um, but then he talks about how she, you know, is the most important thing to him, you know, and he's, you know, writing music again. And she's like, well, you haven't written, written anything since Metal Assassin broke up. And mm-hmm. She's like, prove it. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll prove it. He plays like a 12-string ukulele. Well, pretty nice. Yeah. Which I wonder if he was really playing. Oh, 
In Desperado, he plays that, and in also Once Upon a Time in Mexico, the sequel, he's playing guitar. But I don't know if he really plays guitar. Does it matter? No, not in the movie, but it just made me curious. Like, I know. Look, in Hard Rain, you got curious if a guy could get electrocuted on a metal stand. I know. I'm curious if Antonio Banderas can play guitar. No, I just, I wanted, I knew he could get electrocuted. I just want to know if he could die. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I'm just curious if Antonio can play guitar. Okay. <laughs> so... Well, he plays this song, and it's like a little song about how much he loves her, and she may, she's the most important thing in yeah, the world. Yeah, so and, sweet. Everybody starts crying. Yeah, all the pirates are like, yay! And she's like, he goes, well, that's just the chorus, and they they make up. And mm-hmm. She's like, I love you. Yeah, this was like, well, I really know why we're not, we're not going to get any gunfights. So they come back to the hotel, and Antonio's like, well, I have some news about my penis. Yeah. <laughs> he says it real quick, and... Um, he goes to the hotel lady and he was like, we need massages for everybody Mm -hmm. and food. And she's like, well, your card's been declined. And he finds out that his manager has cleaned all of his accounts out and run off. Yeah. He strained four clients accounts and ran off with the money. Yes. So then it cuts to says like four years or four months later, four years later. I don't know. Something. And Antonio is, um, in a van, maybe the same van from the beginning. I don't know the go to hell van. It is. It is okay. Mm-hmm. And Olga's driving, or Sheila. God damn it, Sheila is driving, and he is like, he has like a map out looking where they're going. And she's like, "Why don't you use your phone?" And he's like, "No, I want to be my own CGI." And she's like, "You mean GPS?" <laughs> so yeah, they pull up to this club, and he starts playing and plays a new song. What the fuck ever. The British couple's there. They're in the crowd. Yeah. Like woo. The wife is kissing her husband. She's all, like, into it. Yeah, they're, they're there, so they're still alive. And this is where I was like, it may not be, it just may really be Bandera singing, because it sounds like him singing here. Mm-hmm. Just another stupid, shitty song. And then the credits start. Yeah. And it keeps going. Uh, this movie's still going. It's still going. So it shows the manager he's in a hot tub in some country or whatever. And then Clive, the Australian guy, shows up and puts a snake yeah. in the hot tub, and uh, he steals the money. He's got all the money in like yeah. a briefcase, and Clive steals it. And mm-hmm. then he shows the snake bite the manager, right. and he's like, "Ooh, like, oh my gosh!" And then he shows the pirates sailing in their shitty ass boat. They mm-hmm. made it. Mm-hmm. Then we get a fucking music video where it's Antonio Banderas is sitting at like the bar at the brothel they are all at in this movie. Uh, yeah, and he starts singing. There is a funny joke in here if they only did it once where he's singing. He's out in the middle of the, of the street at the brothel and he's singing with everybody. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it cuts to the manager, Mary Beth, and she's just sitting there like she can't hear the music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. Like it's all in his head. Right. But they keep cutting back. He's like singing, sing, cut back to her just sitting there. And there's more and more glasses each time they cut back yeah, to her. Like she's like, just keep drinking. I was like, that would have been a funny joke if they just did it the once, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they keep doing it. He says one of the lyrics of the song is like um, I wrote this ditty while exposing your left titty. And it shows like a lady pull yeah. her breast out or something. I'm like, ah. Uh, it's, it's just awful. So that song ends and you're like, thank fuck this goddamn movie is over. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to him back at the hotel in the pool and he's on like a little jet ski and he's like, Sheila says the dolphins need to be free. And he opens up this gate that has a shark sign on it. Yeah. And these fins of the shark are like 10 feet high. They're so yeah. fake. Real, real out there. They're so fake. And he's like, yes, come through. And I think You're free. This may have been a deleted scene because Mark Valley's back. 
Yeah. Because he's sitting there. He's sitting on his jet ski, and he's like, oh, it's time for a power bar. So he starts eating. Mm -hmm. And a shark knocks him over, or he gets knocked off somehow. I don't remember what happens, but he's in the water, and a shark comes up to him, and the shark starts to eat him. And he says one of the worst lines in this movie. He says, like a doll's eyes! Which is from Jaws. Yeah, before this, before the shark attacks, though, he a seagull comes down and tries to get his food. That's right. And this is where he maces himself. He tries to mace the seagull, but he maces himself and then falls in the water, and that's where the shark gets him. Gotcha. So he may not have maced himself in the fight at the end. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. But, oh, well, you know what? You could say that, and it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it, it does not fucking matter. Yeah. Um... He falls in the water and the shark comes after him and then he says the Jaws reference, which I'm like, don't even fucking bring Jaws up in this movie. This is my hand. Don't even do it. (laughs) Don't even do it. I did like a don't go there girlfriend with my hand right there. (laughs) Like, get get Jaws out of this fucking movie. It doesn't even belong here. And then it ends with Teenage Ass Patrol. But does it really end? No, it does not. No, it does not fucking end. There's still something at the end after the credits are fucking over. Cause I was like, fuck me, there's more. I said, this movie won't end. And yeah, I, because I'm a fucking sadist, I had to just check to see if something was at the end of the movie. So you hear Clive talking to Mary Beth, and he's like, John, the manager that ran off with the money, survived. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he, he survived the snake attack. He's like, but that's okay, I just found out that he chartered a plane... A, a private jet, then he's like, ha, 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 ha. and <laughs> that's how he laughed. Yeah, and you yeah. find out that basically he hired that. Like John is sitting on this plane, this big Russian guy comes out from the cockpit, and he's like, Should, shouldn't you be driving the plane? And this Russian starts to try to beat him, and John is like, amazing. He kicks the shit out of this Russian. Well, he's what well, was. It was kind of funny because he's like, you know, I'm not even gonna try to fight you because I, yeah. I can't. He's like, I can't fight. Yeah, and then he just. So happened to make the right moves to... Yeah, he's fighting and blocking and kicking and shit like that. And yeah. The plane goes down. Mm-hmm. And then John escapes. And then the Russian guy gets out. And he's looking for him. And John goes into like this hangar of, a, of another plane. And yeah. this Russian comes in. And he's getting ready to kick the shit out or try to kick the shit out of John, the manager. And man, the John pulls out like an umbrella. And he like hits him in the, he like hits him with it and then he pokes him in the throat or whatever and he's like, the one thing you should know is never mess with an Englishman with an umbrella. Yeah. And then it ends. <laughs> he said, uh, when it comes to umbrellas, my friend, never fuck with an Englishman. Yeah, and then my final note for this movie was, fuck this movie. Yeah, it was awful. Then in another part, um, they showed the co-worker guy finding the yeah. million dollars. Because this movie doesn't end, yeah. And I guess he, the way that I thought is that he ended up buying Antonio's house. He does. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, that's another credit scene that we forgot, of course. And I was kind of happy because he's just, I don't know. like a nice guy. He was just nice. Yes, after Mark Valley has died, um, co-worker goes back in the office and he sees Antonio's first million dollars that Mark Valley took. Mm -hmm. And he opens it and he smiles. And then it cuts to Antonio Banderas' house. Because it got repossessed because he didn't have any money at the end. Right. So he buys the house and the house, the agent is like, oh, what do you do? And co-worker had a line earlier talking to Mark Valley where he's like, I have a Doja Cat. And Mark oh, Valley's like, yeah. I have no idea what that means. I don't even know what it means. I don't know if it's even a word or whatever. So the house salesman's like, 
oh, well, wow, this is a really expensive house. What do you do? And he's like, I used to have a Doja Cat. Now I have them all over the world or whatever. Okay. And then, yes, John goes on his adventure fighting and he's like, never fuck with an Englishman. Yeah. Fucking finally this movie is over. Ugh, thank God. This was, was a hard one. It was the worst hour and a half of my life. My yeah. life! Of my life! <laughs> and what's so fucking crazy about this is that this movie was an hour and 36 minutes and it feels like five. Oh, it does. It feels like five hours. And I really hate hating on it, but because sometimes when I listen to podcasts and they're just like, oh God, it's like a sax. It's just like, okay, we get it. Um, but really, I mean, just watch it. And, and again, if you like it, let us know. Sure. And you'll get an essay back. <laughs> when the movie was over, I made the mistake. I should have done this before, and maybe I'll do this before in movies now. But I went to the Rotten Tomatoes when it was over. And I was like, God, <laughs> how much could this movie possibly have? It has a 0%. 0%, baby. And, and Shelly was like, that is 100% right. They are right on there. There was one movie that we watched that they gave a low percentage on, and we thought that we we, we really liked it. So it I don't I don't like really going off Rotten Tomatoes because... Everybody's got their own opinion. It happens. No, it, it definitely happens where you get like differing opinions from what Rotten mm. Tomatoes says. But yeah, no, zero percent was too generous. Yeah, it was. It should have been like negative. Yeah. Negative anything. So, this is gonna be really fucking hard. But did you have a favorite part? <laughs> oh my god, I did not. Nope. I didn't even. I didn't even put one in here. So um, I think we can agree. Worst part is the movie. The, the whole thing. Whole fucking movie. The whole movie. damn thing. One thing I did smirk at was when he finds the million dollars. When he was all like, ooh, yeah, I thought it would be more. Oh, yeah, because it, it was such a small amount. There are a couple of points in this movie where you're like, huh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got some good points, but I can't say that I have a favorite i mean there's so many stupid ass jokes in this movie they got lucky with a few some of them worked yeah so we're sorry everybody that movie i maybe i'll i will uh judge movies a little more carefully when i pick them because i was just like oh (laughs) because this is now we can say it i don't know if we said it at the top but antonio banderas doesn't hold a gun this this poster shows him holding a gun Mm -hmm. and it says rock out with your clock out it's fucking stupid. I don't think we even no. had a gun fight. No. So. I mean, kind so of. That, um. The taser gun? No, the, uh, government guy. I forgot his name already. Oh, yeah, Mark Valley. Yeah, Mark Valley. He holds a gun to Antonio. And oh, And Antonio yeah. knocks it out of his hand, and that's it. Yeah, okay. That's as far as so. it goes, as far as guns. So, yeah, worst part of it is the entire fucking movie. Yeah. Least favorite part. Um, so, again, sorry we ended that the January month with such a shitty-ass movie. But, you know, this is going to happen. We're going to yeah. have good ones. We're going to have bad ones. we got to take the good with the bad, the bad with the good. Yeah, and, you know, I thought, like, I was thinking to myself, like, as we get further into these episodes, maybe we'll have, like, oh, what was the worst movie they've ever done? And we mm-hmm. we fucking did it, like, right in the mm-hmm. first start of this show. Mm-hmm. We, might as well just hit it out. Out of the park. I guess, man. I don't know if we'll ever get past this movie, like, being the worst. I don't think so. Because even The Room is funny to watch. (laughs) It wasn't just fucking soul-crushing. It was stupid, but it was funny. Yeah, so... (sighs) Please tell me that's the last we have to talk about this. Thanks for joining us. And if you've watched or, or downloaded all of our episodes, 
you're a rock star. You're our favorite person. Better rock star than Antonio Banderas. Much better. Like, the best. And uh, we just plead that you share us out there and know that we're only going to get better. If you've listened to us and you're like, yeah, just I'm not sure if I like them, keep listening. We'll get better. Yeah. I mean, gosh, you know, you watch TV shows and you watch, listen to podcasts. Go back to their first episodes and hear how oh, rough it kind yeah. of sounds. So yeah, yeah. we'll get it. We'll get there. And if you love us, then that's amazing. We love you too. Like if you listen to our Doomsday and Equilibrium episode, that's that's where I wanted us to be. Mm-hmm. Where we're just riffing constantly and making fun. Like this movie, I didn't feel like we had much to riff on because it's so fucking bad. No, Doomsday <laughs> was so fun. I, I that was that's been my favorite episode so far yeah i felt like we were on fire on that one so that's where we we want to be we enjoy making fun of movies and mm-hmm. i enjoy riffing on them so yeah you know we're, we're just finding our foot footing still this yeah. is like the fifth episode we've done i know every time when you edit all i can hear is me laughing <laughs> and i'm like do i just laugh all the time and i think i do yeah that's I, fine. Everything is funny to me. Laughter is contagious. Maybe if we leave all your laughter in, the people will just start laughing too and then <laughs> download it. Yeah, because that's the thing that we do cut out a lot of my laughter because, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants to listen to five minutes of laughter. Once really. you get going, you get going. I do. And sometimes <laughs> it's hard to stop. <laughs> so. But anyway, join us on Instagram, um, The Film Obsessed Couple. We do have a Facebook, um, which if you just search The Film Obsessed Couple, I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, email us, thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. Um, you can pretty much find us out there. If you Google The Film Obsessed Couple, then you'll find us on whatever podcast, um, which if you're listening to us now, you've already found us. So congratulations. Thank you. And yeah, that's it. We are... Uh, you want to tell them what's up next? So, yes, we are finished with action for the month of January. And we've mentioned it a couple of times, but February will be rom-com month. Mm-hmm. Just romantic comedy. Romantic comedies, absolutely. We're starting with a, a banger of an episode now called Simply Irresistible. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah. Um, if you've seen it, you know what's coming. If not, right. let's just say it's a cooking movie with magic. Yes. So we will see you guys on the next episode in February for Rom-Com Month. Thank you once again. We love you guys. And thank thank you you so much. All right. Bye-bye.